He's the godfather of grime. For two decades, Wiley has been an influential figure in British culture. Throughout his life, he says he's been stabbed more than 20 times and has survived in a music industry where he's regarded as an enigmatic figure. That is until he posted a series of anti-Semitic comments on social media. He's been heavily criticized for insulting Jewish people and comparing them to the Ku Klux Klan. It's these remarks which have prompted condemnation from all political parties, including the Home Secretary. I'm not racist, you know. I'm a businessman. So if you're not racist, then why did you make the following anti-Semitic comment? You, I'm, I'm going to quote the tweet, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tweet that you quote. put out. You, you, you said, Jewish community, you're too touchy. Anyway, Israel is not yours. Hold that. Do I see why that could be for, uh, as racism? Should I read it again? Let no, 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 you don't need to read it again. If I read what anti-Semitism is, and it says the Jewish community is powerful within business, that's racist, I think that's silly. I don't care what nobody says. I want to ap apologise for generalising, number one, and I want to apologise for comments that were looked at as anti-Semitic. It's the first time Wiley is speaking following a dispute with his former music manager, John Wolfe, who is Jewish. In my interview with the rapper, he repeated similar comments to those posted on his Twitter, much of which is too inflammatory to broadcast. And despite saying he regrets the generalisations he made about Jewish people, minutes later, he also said this. The music industry, batch of people I'm talking about, they're the ones who get to benefit from it. That's what, that's what this is all about. It's systemic racism from their side. What do you think? The system and that man and a, a community of Jewish lawyers and thingy have made me feel that way. Yes, they have. They've made me feel that way. Not anti-Semitic, they've made me feel angry and upset because they are showing me the systemic racism and privilege that they're allowed to use on us. His remarks are self-defeating. And even though he denies being a racist, Wiley is still struggling to understand why his comments have now led to a police investigation. There are people who believe that your tweets are vile and okay. offensive. What? what do you say to those fans who okay. may take your word and then go on to incite hatred or commit violent acts against right. Jewish well, people? Well, if you've never seen me commit a violent act towards Jewish people or Jewish community... But what do you want to say to those fans who uh, may the, misinterpret to... what you've said? Well, what do you mean what do I want to say to them fans? When they watch this, they'll realise what has gone on, wouldn't they? Yeah, but what do you want to say? Do, you know, what do, you... do I want to say to someone who is part of that community? What do they want to say to, to someone who's part fans, of mine? To your fans, no, who but may don't say mine. Your you know, fans. You've got... Fans are fickle. Don't get, don't, don't wind me up. I'm 41 years old. It's not like I got all big bag of fans. Allow it. I'm not Dave. But you've got followers. On no, Twitter, don't try it. I'm not Dave and that. I'm not current. Like you know what I'm trying to say. I'm 41. I'm at the end of my career rather than the beginning. The offence and outrage of the rapper's remarks has left the Jewish community demanding action. The alarm and offence he's caused is unimaginable and he's clearly not sorry whatsoever. This is a man also with 500,000 Twitter followers. He needs to be charged with incitement to racial hatred. He needs to face the full force of the law. Seen here with Prince William in 2018, Wiley was awarded an MBE for his services to music. There are calls for you to be stripped of your MBE. Take it back. I've never had that in my possession, except for a picture outside Buckingham Palace. Everything that gets done is for John Wolfe. I ain't got an award or a plaque or nothing. I ain't got nothing in my yard to show. <laughs>
John Wolf's got the MBE. I've never had the MBE. It's framed in his house. Now, who was the MBE for, really? Don't think that I was sitting there like, oh, where's my MBE? I need my OBE. I need my knighthood. Where's my Richard Branson? No. A spokesperson for Wiley's former manager, John Wolf, says the rapper's MBE has been framed and is waiting for him to collect. Wiley's Twitter and Instagram rants have coincided with the Black Lives Matter movement. And among campaigners, it has created a discussion. I definitely think Wiley's tweets are dangerous. I do think they could incite violence. I know from first hand like how this stuff trickles down and stuff online um, crosses over to real life because it's something I've suffered and it's something that you know I tried to show solidarity to the Jewish community and I said I'm really sorry for anyone triggered by this and you know it's pitiful it's really pitiful. Wiley has now been permanently banned from Twitter and other social media companies are also considering banning him forever. His reputation has been badly tarnished and it's hard to see how he can recover from this. Noel Phillips, Sky News. Now I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. See, you don't believe this white man is your enemy. So what God is going to do, since you have become an enemy to yourself, God is going to turn this white man loose on you. Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about our open enemy. You know, we're going to talk about the tricks of the enemy. And we're going to talk about how the enemy tricks does not change, right? So we, you know, we wanted to put that video on before we had this conversation. And if you're not able to see it, you know, um, in podcast world, I'm going to do my best to describe the video. You may have heard it, but I'm going to do, you know, what I can to describe the video. And it's a typical thing, right? It's a brother from across the pond. Uh, he's in Limey Land. He's in the UK. And um, he's a rapper. His name is, uh, we call him Brother Riley, right? And Brother Wiley, he, um, he says some things about the recording industry. Ironically, even though he's across the pond, the things that he said about the music industry a couple of years back is the exact same thing that our brother from the wilderness of North America, Kanye West, have been saying to us, right? And what Wally been saying is that, yo, all these record industries that's over here in Europe, or I should say, pardon me, record companies, they're all set up the same, small hat owners, Small hat lawyers, small hat agents, small hat managers, and it's like it's a robbery. And he called them out. Now you gotta be careful doing it overseas because they got laws. They don't have like the freedom of speech privilege that we kind of have in the wilderness of North America, right? I.e., the territory that we call the United States. Um, they got a different law over there where if they feel as though that you are inciting some type of hate or you're doing this based on somebody's religion or race or etc they'll put your ass in jail over there for that now that's something i had to do the legwork on myself because i didn't know but that's you know they can that's what they try to do over there right 
in any event they handled this situation the exactly i'm talking about the exact same way that they did yay while he comes out and his of course his manager is a small hat and everything and everybody he's connected to they're all small hats this is in, oh, this is across the pond now and um he did an interview and he's labeled as the the grunge rapper right and he is he was on the voice and he talked about the exploitation of black artists by small hat managers agents lawyers and record executives and then he goes and he says and i quote the things that need to change is the way this system is set up why are all of these families he's talking about small hat families rich or all have their they got their heritage it's not just in england it's worldwide and they see us as black folks as slaves slavery hasn't stopped it is just dressed up in a million pound record deal that's a quote and unquote and the million pounds that's like in the united states we go by dollar so it's like for every 1.2 or 1.3 million u.s dollars that is equivalent to a million pounds but that was his quote right he also came back and said listen he's trying to figure out why do these small hats write the laws over here they own the police over here and they run the banks here and he's like yo because he's an artist he travels he's like man they run the banks everywhere in the world the minute he said that beloved the small hats they went right into place what they and it's so ironic it's so eerie what they do to him is textbook of what they do to an artist over here once he made that claim right the first thing they did was his management his label his lawyers his age his agents they all dropped them that's the boom that's what they do first thing that they do number one and then right after that twitter put him on a ban and then the police began to launch an investigation onto his post because overseas it's freedom of speech but it's different if you use your freedom of speech across the pond and it's not all the countries it's like england and a few other ones i think england all the way to um england australia i'm not so sure about germany and belgium and the ne- it's not the netherlands it's not the netherlands but it's just it's a handful of european countries in australia that they have a law like if you speak on something that what they call is inciting hatred and you're doing it on the base of like a religion race etc then you can be jailed behind that over there right that's how they kind of run it so they so when he made these statements about the small hats being in control they took that as that's hate speech to them he's not saying beloved check it out because this is the point that i want our people to understand the devil don't have no new tricks the black entertainers that standing up is not saying that these are um they're not like saying real derogatory terms they're just saying things like hey they control this they control this they run this they own this and by saying what somebody control run or own they are converting that and labeling that hate speech you're not saying hey they are doing a b and c so crack their head when you see them 
You know what I'm saying? Our brother Ye is from Chicago, right? There's an element that he can bring to the table that our brother have not brought to the table, dealing with his situation with these small hats, right? Small hats can literally jump up on Twitter and say, cancel him, drop him. And we just seen our brother Ye go around the country representing the chief, right? Representing the chairman. I don't want to say no names. Representing the chief and the chairman to get him free. And then there's an organization, a street organization that's tied to the person that Ye is trying to get free. He could make a call. It, we can make an argument that Ye can make a call to get this street organization to lean on <laughs> some of the ones that stood up to be more vocal because it doesn't really take much to get our people to go somewhere and be foolish. We're not that, no, we're not that kind, but he doesn't do that. Even though we know Ye got the level, he could do that if he wanted to do that. He just doesn't do that. So, in any event, they call you just pointing out what they run and control and operate is hate speech. And then when they say that it's false what you say, they come back and almost, they almost come back and they confirm what you said because the minute you say something, and I'm talking about Wiley, they dropped them for Twitter. Police investigation like I was talking about earlier. The management dropped them, right? I'm talking about the next day. And then you begin to see like um, they run this campaign because we have the ADL in the wilderness of North America. Across the pond, they have the CAA. This is the campaign against anti-Semitism. So they issued a statement first. They say, listen, we consider that Wiley has committed the offense of incitement of racial hatred which can carry a substantial prison sentence. Now, that's what they call it overseas. The incitement of racial hatred. You can go to jail behind it. So, immediately we see that the small hats, they go into action. And they do, beloved, what I call the five Ds. When you say something about them, they deflect first. Then they disconnect. This is when you start getting dropped by this person, that person, this person, that person, this entity, that entity. This organization, that organization, this business contract, that business contract. So they deflect, they disconnect, then they distract. They start talking about other shit that got nothing to do with what you're talking about. They start talking about your marital situation. They start talking about your uh, how they, they put more emphasis in you being dropped to distract everybody from what you said. Then once they do that, they discredit. And then lastly, they disown you. So they put you in a position where you are disowned. So nobody can hang around you. The minute you get dropped, it seems like you're on the island. Nobody stands next to you. Nobody because everybody is tied in with these people. But the game that they're running across the pond in Europe, they are running the exact same game, beloved, in the wilderness of North America. So, you know, we're standing with our brother Wiley over there. We standing with him because it's just like the small hats is running the same play. When he came out and we talking about Wiley across the pond and he said something about what he deemed as his POV of these folks being on charge. The first thing that they did is brought their bought niggas from England and they pulled them out and they let them talk down on Wiley. Is that not the same thing that they did to Kyrie? They went and found Kareem Abdul-Jabbar old ass and they put the microphone in front of Shaq and Barkley's face and 
the same thing that they do here. They never got on TV over over the we talk about across the pond and said anything about Wally. They stay in the shadows. They put the bought niggas, the British bought niggas, they put them out in the front to tear their own brother down. They don't have another playbook. What they do here, they do everywhere. They run the same hustle in the wilderness of North America, in Europe, in Africa, in the Middle East, and the Asian world. But you know, there was like it was a veil on our eyes, beloved. Now we can see it. We can see that the CAA, boy, it looked like a shakedown organization in Europe. The ADL, man, that shit looked like a shakedown organization in the wilderness of North America. That shit is a shakedown. And the way they try to control your voice, they take hold, control, ownership over anything that is connected with the voice. All social media platforms, damn near. So when you do say something, they can put like, a disclaimer uh, This is false information You making a whole post This is false information This is We're going to fact check this We're going to fact check that Huh? That's like You don't really have freedom of speech Because you say something They come back and put a fact checker behind it Or they'll block it And they They really Gin up on this When it gets around to election time When you want to say something about a certain candidate they're swaying elections because you can't speak your piece. You can't speak your piece about uh, when we had our election season here in the wilderness of North America and we run it down, goddamn Jim Crow Joe. We know Jim Crow Joe ain't hitting no shit. And we're putting up posts about them and people are speaking freely about them. And every time you do something on their platform, beloved, then you get a, you know, this strike, that strike, they suspend you. Uh, they're blocking pages. They're tearing down pages. They're putting fact checkers up. This is what they're doing, beloved. Well, not only is they doing that to us here, they're running the same game overseas. Wiley, a couple of years back, was Kanye before it happened to Kanye. All black men, they're, they're joining themselves to all of our people all around the world, and they have the same blueprint to go into action to silence us and again i call it the five d's deflect disconnect distract discredit and then they disown and then they come out and they put them bought niggas they, that's the first line of defense they put the bought niggas out in front to talk about you to run you down so then they they what when wiley got involved with that they closed his twitter account they closed his Instagram. They closed his Facebook. They suspended him from YouTube. They suspended him from TikTok. All this shit happening with less than a week. And then, last but not least, they got on their media and began to say, he's crazy. Wiley, you gotta be careful. Rapper Wiley, he got some psychological problems. And it's the and when you see how they do it over there. It is such a eerie feeling. You feel like you're in the twilight zone, beloved, because they do the same shit over here. That's the trend. When you have issues with the small hats, you know, you're wacko jacko all of a sudden. When Michael Jackson was beating Sony at their own game, and then they was doing things to, you got the lawsuits that came out of the, he's wacko jacko all of a sudden. He's crazy. 
Prince, he's taking drugs and all this. He died of a drug overdose. He's crazy. But Prince was a, he didn't even eat meat. He was like a whole fucking vegetarian. How, why does he need, but it's the same thing. Whitney Houston, drug addict. She's nuts. Kanye West, he's nuts. Mariah Carey, she having label issues. She's nuts. Comedian Dave Chappelle, he's having issues with his situation with these small hats. So he's nuts. He's crazy. He got psychological issues. He's on drugs. He's He run way to Africa. Now, he skipped over all these cities. They said, the brother, check it out now. <laughs> the media said that, that uh, Dave was in Africa getting high. Now, he skipped over Harlem, Detroit, Chicago, <laughs> Cincinnati. He skipped all that good dope they got down in Miami. <laughs> he went to goddamn Africa. <laughs> it's the same hustle. When Monique got those, uh, when she didn't want to kiss that studio ass for giving her that bullshit road anyway. When our sister out of Baltimore, though, when Monique did not want to kiss their ass, oh, she's hard to deal with. They just start labeling you with these, and then you it's hard to shake that shit off, right? But the thing that blows, that, that blows the check it out. This this what really blows me. They put the label on you that you are you're speaking hate they use the anti-small hat label and then they say look the guys he he's speaking hate he's speaking hate they don't dissect what you said and come back and address it they don't say in the head of like the adl he come out he dissect yo this person said blase blase they said no he's an anti-small hat and he's speaking hate and they don't go no further than that they never address what you said they never call you a liar they never call you the L word. When our British brother Wiley got in that situation, they never said he was lying. They never called him a liar. They never called Michael Jackson a liar. Prince, they didn't call Prince a liar. When Prince said, man, he, he changed his name. He said he was a slave. They didn't say, man, he tripping. We gave this guy this money, that money. He just bugging out. No, they never called him a liar. They just, they just did what they did to quote unquote cancel him before they canceled him. They never said Kanye was a liar. They never called Kyrie a liar. They never said Mariah Carey was... They're, they're not calling Dave Chappelle them liars. They just say, this is hate speech. <laughs> These guys are anti-small hat. You know, they beat you out some money. You point out that they beat you out some money. And our brother, listen, our brother Dave Chappelle, he was on SNL. And that guy, man, he's like a comedic genius. Because he used a, he, he had a little saying. He said, listen, he said, when you are an Italian... You're a mafia. When you're black, you're a gang. When you're a small hat, it's just a coincidence and we don't never supposed to talk about it. <laughs> it's just a coincidence. <laughs> it's just a coincidence. What's going on with Wiley is happening to our brothers here in the wilderness of North America. It's a co- it's a coinky ding. It's not nothing. It's not collusion. They're not getting on the phone, calling back. It's not collusion. It's just a coincidence that it always happens like this. But, but dig, going back to what, blow, what blows, though, what blow me, brother, and sisters out there, dig. They put the hate speech on you, right? Dig that. Um, they have black Hebrew Israelite groups in America, and they put that term, hate speech, to discredit them, Right? You know, black can be used interchangeably. That's how they do in America. Black Indian, black Moor, 
Look, he's a black Muslim. He's a black American. He's a black Mormon. They're not using that term black as an adjective to describe the people. No, they're not doing that. They're using that term to discredit the people. Like, oh, it's black, so it's not legit. You're a black Mormon. You ain't the real Mormon. The real Mormons is devils. You're a black American. You ain't the real Americans. <laughs> you just a black Muslim. You're a black Hebrew Israelite. Right? And then they say you're teaching hate. The black entertainers that stand up, they're teaching hate. Listen now. Hate. Black Hebrew Israelites, beloved, stand on the corner of every intercity, right? Every inner city. And they holler and scream about what? Get married. Eat right. No pork. No strong drink, etc. Keep the laws, statute, and commandments. That's the same shit they say in every single city. Keep the laws, statutes, and commandments. Get married, don't eat no pork, blase blase. This is all black Hebrew Israelites. Then you got the black Muslims, right? The devil say, teaching hate. This is the hustle, beloved. Hate teachers. They oh goddamn that goddamn Elijah. Goddamn that fair kind. All they do is they just teaching hate. You listen to the black Muslims. They talk about what? Get married. No pork. No drinking. No smoking. This is a message that they give to black folks. This is a message that they literally give to black, brown, red, yellow folks. But this is hate. This is hate teaching. The IUIC is a Hebrew Israelite organization that says the lost tribes is black, Native American, and Hispanic. But they label them as a black hate teaching group, right? But then when you're in business with these small hats, right? When you're doing their bidding, you know, when they have uh, a joint venture with Rockefeller Records, who they rapping about shooting niggas and selling dope to niggas and getting kilos and fucking bitches and popping bottles and etc. They never label them as, hey man, this is a hate speaking goddamn hip hop label. They don't do that. They don't put that on Bad Boy Records. They don't put that on Death Row Records. They don't say, oh man, all they talk about, it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. And bitches ain't shit but holes and tricks and no, they don't say, man, this is a goddamn, this is a hate speech ass regular label. They don't do that. No, 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 no. They say, just say, it's just business. No, what they really say, I got to feed my family. <laughs> I got a family to feed. I got people to feed. Ain't that what that small hat Leo Corn said? I don't give a fuck who on this goddamn crack. These base heads, this opium epidemic, I don't give a goddamn what they got. I got a family to feed, beloved. I don't care how much they push the drugs or the music. That's not no hate speech. Yeah, it's an opium crisis. Yeah, it don't matter. Yeah, it's a crack. It's a crack epidemic and pandemic. Well, it don't matter. That's not hate speech. He's just giving us his truth. You know what I'm saying? He's just a street poet. And I'ma pick talent over issues. 
that's what the small hat got on the radio station in front of millions of viewers and that's what came out of his mouth and he went home and slept good at that night no problems i got a family to feed they never call that hate speech oh I, i'm gonna pick talent over issues you know beloved you can't even be a man because he's saying in other words you don't have to be a man to do business with me i pick talent over issues the mark of a man is a level of discipline that he's willing to show that's what makes us men the level of discipline that's why if you don't take care of your kids like man that nigga ain't no man he don't take care of his kids he don't show the discipline enough to take care of his children to take care of his household god damn i don't want to see no woman working no 40 50 hours a week i'm not into married women working 40 50 hours a week but maybe that's a different story for a different day the level of discipline that you're able to show that's what makes you this is that's how we, we do this thing of ours called manhood but it's interesting how he get to pick and choose what's hate speech and what's not that's interesting now everybody that's accused of speaking hate they get death threats how does that work Kanye has been in the news cycle four or five weeks I don't know it, that shit could be up to two months now and everything that they report everything that Kanye say they report everything that's happened to Kanye financially the one thing they do not repeat is when Kanye says, hey man, I've been receiving death threats. Now, this is a guy worth $400 million in the age of technology, beloved, where you can, everything can be traced back and all that. You think the police going to get a lead on who's giving them death threats, but he's supposed to be the one speaking hate. But they're giving him death threats over his phone. Michael Jackson received death threats. Prince, death threats. Dave Chappelle, death threats. Beloved, when uh when the brother minister, this is back in the day, he was doing a lecture at Madison Square Garden. Don't y'all know those small hats went outside in front of the garden? This is on tape now, beloved. This is on video. They stood in front of the garden with signs saying, Who do we want dead? Farrakhan. They're chanting this outside of the you think that went on all the news networks you think they play that on fox or abc or bsnbc <laughs> you did you think that they played that on these no of course not they run that they don't make themselves look like devils they make you look like a devil but they're the they're the devil beloved so on our platform beloved we teach our people man that's your open enemy man We've been doing podcasts for over 10 years saying, no, out of all the enemies that we have on the planet, that small hat is your number one enemy. That is the best public enemy number one for you. I don't care what you, no, no, no. That's, that's, uh-uh. That guy, anywhere you go on the planet, he's going to leech off you. He's, he's your vampire, beloved. He's your, you, you living in the day. He is your real life vampire. When you are living in the day, the vampire is no threat because you are under the light. So we encourage our people, beloved, live off your truth because you, you were born with the nature of freedom, justice, and equality. That's your nature. You're born with this nature. 
when you live underneath that nature you're protected when he gets you to the dark because he got to change up that level that vibration frequency to get you in the dark he can rule over you that's when the vampires take rule at night in your darkness in your sleep in your slumber in your blindness he's ruling over many of those that amongst us they are blind they in the he got him in the night so he constantly he's pushing low vibration energy that's why the guy he owns all god damn it over 60 percent of the liquor companies he owns he controls hollywood he controls the porn industry when we was coming up beloved you had to pay for porn you had to literally go down to the you had to go you had to either sneak in your pops and go and check out his porn stash and sneak out the tapes put the goddamn tape in the vcr rewind it back to the way he had it back and then put it back up or you had to go to the corner store to the bodega and you had to buy eight nine dollar ten dollar tape and you had to wait till your pants go to work or something and sneak it in the vcr and all kind of shit no not no more that guy fixed it it's on your phone it's on your laptop because i need to put the energy of i need to put the energy of darkness just in the atmosphere he constantly have to put a vibrate a low vibration in the atmosphere that's why all the music is bullshit he's going to make sure all the music is bullshit Beloved, I'm gonna tell you something, man. I'm check check this out. I'm gonna tell you some cold shit. Me and the wife is riding some fucking where. I hardly never, I'm talking about never ever, listen to the radio because it just it's absolutely nothing on the radio, beloved. I just I'm not that kind of person, right? I'm more of a audio book kind of guy, put a podcast on kind of guy. And when I'm riding with the wife, we really don't play no radio at all. We just do a bunch of talking back and forth to each other, talking bullshit and laughing and joking, right? But this particular day, I got the radio on. You know what I'm talking about? And um, there's a song, you know, the radio, it's, uh, it's, it's a powerful tool because you can barely listen to some shit. And you have like the little harmony and beat in your, you know. So there's one little song, I, it was just, it had a little, nice little jingle. And I'm I'm just singing. I'm come home and you know, and I don't know the song. I'm just kind of humming. You know what I mean? So you know, my sons and shit. You know, they kind of keep me swagged up. They keep me juiced up. They keep me fly, and they keep me like, what's going on in young people world? So you know, they like, yo, pause. Do you know what you what you singing? What's what's the song? Sing the jingle again. So I don't know it. So. They like, do you know? <laughs> Listen now, do you know what the lyrics of that song, what that song is saying? And I'm like, nah. What are they saying? They got a fucking song on the radio, and they got a good jingle, but the hook is saying, "Throat baby, throat baby, I'm on a dun dun do throat baby." I'm like, throat baby, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Are you fucking serious, beloved? They're serious. Now I go to YouTube. I look up the song. This shit real. Damn, that's the song. Now I sit back and I look at it different. Man, I'm a man of a fucking certain age, beloved. Now I didn't catch it. So you mean to tell me that young mothers with their four year old and six year old 
an eight-year-old riding the back seat of the car, just listen to the radio. They can pick up on the same jingle I picked up on. I didn't even catch it, and I'm an adult. You don't think the babies is catching that? But see, the small hat, beloved, he got it in place that the way we say it on Real Black Contest Forum podcast is that in order to rule you, he needs you dysfunctional. And in order for him to be a vulture, to be a leech, to be a parasite, to be his true self of a vampire, he needs you in the darkness. He cannot live off you in the light. When you wake up, Kanye ain't did nothing but wake up. He didn't do nothing special. He just woke up like, yo, why the fuck is all y'all hanging around me? I'm sitting in the room. I'm standing in the room. Pardon me. It's eight small hats in the room and y'all all living off my talent that the great spirit gave me. Something is fucking off with this picture. None of my people is living off me. Y'all are living off me. Nah, I don't want y'all to live off me no more. I want to be free. Now it's a problem. You as a human is moving from the darkness into the light and the vampire can't operate in the day he needs you in the darkness so they have to keep your brain full of darkness they have to keep everything low low vibration so they pump the low vibration through the television they pump it through the airways they pump it through the laptops through the wi-fi's through the cell phones they give you easy access to bullshit and you know what you know I won't say it's our generation to blame but I remember when I was coming up and I was a child and uh, there was a time I could remember vividly that you couldn't put psychics and uh, palm readers and shit like that but they figured out a way through my generation. That's when they started putting that shit on the TV. Through and in the middle of the Jerry Springer television shows were ushered in a low vibration, a very low vibration to the people. There was no more Sally. There was no more Donahue. There was no more Oprah. There was ushering in Maury, the small hat Maury, and Jerry Springer which is the foundation of putting a high level of low vibration on daytime television everything been going downhill since then they once that the more they take over the more they push 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 and now people is confused about their genders now people are confused what bathroom they're going to go into they're working on this low vibration and once they have everybody, that's how they dominate. That's how the vampire wins. No, no, they can't bring you to the light. They can't, they can't, no. Vampires, they need you in darkness at all times. But yeah, beloved, I just wanted to talk about our brother overseas, Wiley, and how closely connected his situation was to Kanye, man. That shit is so eerie, man. To see how they did that. Eerie. They did the same thing, really. You know, we can have a conversation about that one day. They kind of did the same thing to our brother uh, Idi Amin too, from Uganda. If you really think about it, because everybody loved Idi Amin. The British loved him, right? It's interesting how I can make a parallel between the two. The British love Wiley. You can see like one of those princes over there. They handed him like he wasn't like no regular rapper. He was like 
it was that deal so he got awards and shit and medals that he got from the goddamn the heads of state over there you know what i'm saying like he's a somebody um but then when you piss off the small hats the british turn on you right uh we can see that on the nationhood level with Idi Amin. the british love Idi Amin. they was tight he considered them like their brothers and he kept he always went back and forth to britain he hung out Idi Amin. i'm talking about the east african ruler and uh Edie didn't like the way his economy was going do the research he was like yo it's too many small hats no there's too many of them in the goddamn um running this economy there's too many of them over these banks and shit like that these motherfuckers just got to go i need to turn this land back over to the hands of ugandans to our people they got to run it so these small hats is not going to work and with that media you know they put the warlord title on because it's their media you see what i'm saying and then they disrupted his relationship with the british and then that's how they end up it went the way it went with our brother Edie. so you kind of do research on them you see it's all you can't really control because they the they they run the media they are the media you know we uh yay just said their name he just said yo small hats but there's different terms that we use we're talking about the same people when you hear the term media the media did this the media did that that's the small hats they own the media they control the media that's them when you hear somebody say the system that's how elders used to talk the system want to put black men in jail it's the system that's doing this it's the system that want to break up the family yeah all right when you there's no like computer systems running no somebody is pushing on the computer to do it that's the devil <laughs> you know what i'm saying i mean it's like you know, uh, you don't walk outside your home and just fall into the jail. The system, the devil got it fixed up where he he put out the potholes and the landmines and you you know what I mean? So it's nah, he is the system. <laughs> That's the devil. That's the devil you talking about, you know what I'm saying? So we just say the devil. You know, um, we don't say white supremacy. This is white supremacy, this ain't no white supremacy. That's the devil. <laughs> the devil doing that shit. You know what I'm talking about? Big Mama said he come to steal, kill, and destroy. He's just living up to his name. Right, so brother, we got to band together, sister. We got to band together. You know what I mean? We're dealing with a real live enemy, but you know what? We can see it. We can see it, beloved. We can see it. The village is at war. The village is at war. The village is at war, and um. You know, I want to see how this thing shake out. I just want to see how this thing shake out because uh, the guy that's running the ADL now, I think he's going to, um, personally, I think he's going to take them folks off the cliff because I think he's, the ADL used to operate in the shadows for years. He got them too out front now. And people can, you know, with the addition of social media, we can see these folks. We can see them on Twitter. We can see them on the gram. You can look them up. You can find them. You say, mm, you know, it's, you know what I mean? So I'm like, mm, you know, I don't think they know black folks. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that because I think, hey, n- niggas just ain't violent around niggas. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> You fuck around, let these niggas get a hold of you. They ain't gonna come off you now. 
<laughs> I'm telling you. I ain't telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. If niggas make you a target, <laughs> it's going to be hard to... Hey, look, 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 I, I'm not, I'm not inciting no violence, no way. Um, but you do the research. I'm not inciting no violence. I'm just going to state some facts when I say this. Out of the last six mafia bosses that died, four of them was killed by black folks. Y'all know that, right? I don't care who the fuck you think you is. Niggas is, they get on your ass. <laughs> Niggas is on your ass. <laughs> Somebody better warn these small hats. Hey, if these niggas get on your ass, <laughs> they ain't gonna be able to get on your ass. <laughs> Peace of black power to your family. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening, beloved. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Uh, enjoy your family. Enjoy your family time off. Love, peace, and soul, beloved. And we'll get it with you next time, man. Big VJ, Real Black Content is for him. Peace. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. Now, if you want to talk about uh, guns, why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? I'll tell you why. For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner in the black community. Why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit. But they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah, the best way you can destroy a people, you take away their ability to reproduce themselves. Who is it that's dying out here on these streets every night? Y'all, y'all, y'all.